You're listening to the Human Business Narrative Podcast with your host, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Eastern European, Ivan Tamilkov. Yo, what's up? You love the humans. My name is Ivan Tamilkov, uh, entrepreneur, marketer, speaker, coach, father, husband, vlogger, humanitarian, and startup founder of Razor Sharp Digital. We help companies become more human and reach their customers faster using omnichannel marketing approach. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 19, I believe, of the Human Business Narrative Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, thank you so much for downloading my podcast. I'm truly humbled and most grateful to you for spending the time in doing so. This is a podcast where we discuss human business, human centricity, entrepreneurship, digital marketing, social media, and special guests and industry experts share their compelling stories. The one major key takeaway that you should be extracting from each episode is the importance of human centricity in entrepreneurship, life, business, and marketing in today's modern digital world. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up, guys? Uh, Welcome to 2018, that is. um, This is the first episode of the Human Business Narrative Podcast with yours truly, Ivan Temelkov, of 2018. Guys, it has been a crazy, crazy 2017, and I can't believe that I am just finally getting around to actually shooting a brand new episode of the podcast. But let me take you back to what has happened over the last three, four months. There's been a lot of a lot of things that have happened. So for many of you that know, I have a digital consultancy startup called Razor Sharp Digital. And things were really crazy in 2017, especially towards the end of it. And that took up a good, good amount of my time. And then we entered into the holidays, which things got a little more tense. Also between family and business and everything going on. Uh, My YouTube channel, which in case you're not following, youtube.com forward slash Ivan Tamilkov. I was very diligent with that as well. But of course, that ended up taking a backseat as well, especially over the holidays. And even though I was in full pursuit of trying to do the whole Vlogmas tradition, YouTube tradition, in the month of December, I was very unsuccessful. That's what happens when you take on too much and more than you can chew. So as a result, I've been very backed up with everything. But but as a result, I'm very excited to be back with this fresh new episode and share a very exclusive guest with you guys, someone that Uh, It took me uh, a while to get a hold of someone that uh, I respect, someone that I like what she's doing. So without further ado, and I'd like to share some some more additional thoughts with you guys on the back end. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into, ladies and gentlemen, the special guest, Forbes Riley. So here we go, and I'll see you on the backside. 
everyone. This is Ivan Temelkov here on the Human Business Narrative Podcast. And today I'm absolutely ecstatic to be joined with none other, Forbes Riley. How are you, Forbes? I am amazing. But you need to tell a couple of people because you know what? I love that. It's a good name, isn't it? Forbes Riley. It sounds like money. Well, yeah, but absolutely. absolutely. But not everybody knows who I am. So I'm going I'm awesome. to give them a little insight. Would that be okay? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and, uh, you know, tell, tell people who you are, you know, not that, you know, just tell us a little bit about your story, how you got started, what, you know, to where you are today. Can you share a little bit about that? I don't know if you have a long enough time for me to share everything. That'll be about a week and a half. <laughs> so, I mean, first of all, thank you very much for having me. I love giving back. I love talking to entrepreneurs, startups, dreamers. I love talking to little girls who are 11 years old who feel ugly. I got to tell you, I was and I'm all of those things rolled into one. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's always quite an honor to get to share that. So for me, I started out life on Long Island, New York. The blue collar daughter, my dad was an inventor, a dreamer, a magician. He made a living as a, a printing press engineer. And at eight years old, I got hit in the face with a baseball bat. And this, my, my, news, my nose grew kind of goofy off the side of my face. I had braces for eight years because I sucked my <laughs> thumb, frizzy hair, kind of lonely, very quiet, but very smart. Did not make for a very social environment, let me tell you. And, uh, but I, I, I discovered something back then that I wish I'd known was going to be a benefit. And that was the ability to dream. I spent a lot of time watching mm -hmm. movies and television and wanting to be glamorous and live this lifestyle that I only saw actresses at the Oscars and movies set in Paris and Rome. And I just had this imagination that was unstoppable, but mm -hmm. my environment did not reflect that. And I find the more I talk about this, the more people relate to that. And then when my dad was, I was about 14 years old, he had a terrible accident. He slipped and cut off the front of his hand. He spent three years in the hospital. And uh, mm -hmm. my entire high school, every night, almost, he had 15 operations I spent going to the hospital. So I didn't do what typical kids do. I didn't even know we had a baseball and a football team at my high school. It's kind of goofy, mm -hmm. but I figured that out much later. <laughs> and, but then something changed. When came time for graduation, my mom said, hey, we're, we're broke. And I, by the way, I never noticed we were broke. This is mm -hmm. a funny phenomenon. Is everyone's always focused on how much money you need to have, be financially free. We didn't have money, but we had a family, the only four of us, with a lot of love and a lot of dreaming. Mm -hmm. We always had a meal, whatever it was, and they never focused on what we didn't have. Now, I don't know how my parents knew to do that, but we always focused on what we did have. We had, we're full of gratitude and love, and I, my parents are gone 18 years now. And I got to tell you, that basis of appreciation for whatever it is, I think just makes me who I am. People often say, wow, you're humble, you're mm -hmm. nice, I didn't expect all that. I got to tell you, Ivan, I don't know why I would ever choose to be anything but those things. That to me is what life is all about. I don't care how much money you have in the bank or how successful you think you are. Mm -hmm. It doesn't much matter. If you're not nice to the guy who opens your car door or the guy on the street who puts his hand out and says, hey, I'm, I'm hungry. If yep. you just do that, your life is better. So I get very frustrated with all these people who are so consumed with, I need a million dollars to be happy. Well, dude, if I gave you a million dollars, <laughs> in fact, you wouldn't be any happier. Right, so money doesn't bring happiness. Well, most things that people think bring <laughs> happiness doesn't. And if that's the truth, then what the heck are we doing? Okay? Right. By right. the way, starting a business does not make you happy. It could make you broke, frustrated, aggressive, confused. Yep. So Absolutely. being entrepreneur, it's a spirit. It's a lifestyle. 
It's a mentality. And I love that people like you do a, a program that lets us connect to each other, be mentors, hold masterminds, you know, share the good and the bad, and know that today is all that you get. Well, if that's you know, the case. <clears throat> you hit the nail on the head. And one thing that I wanted to mention is that <clears throat> being a dreamer in, in your story, I think the foundation that you mentioned is absolutely intricate to the person that you are today. And one thing that really drew me to you, and I've been I'm an avid follower of yours and so on social media, especially for a long period of time, is seeing your personal quote. Some say we live life only once, but I say if we live it right, once is enough. And what that really caught my attention is, is that, and this is why precisely one reason I wanted to have you on the podcast, is to really validate that I, I think people have dreams and goals, but, but they think that they're unreachable just because other people, other successful people, when people look at you, like you said, oh, well, you know, you've reached a, a fame status or a certain status, status quo. And a lot of people think that successful people had it handed to them but someone served it on a silver platter with them. So I'm glad that you mentioned and talked about the fact that you and your family were dreamers. You were constantly following the, those dreams, changing your mentality, especially as an entrepreneur. You know, this podcast, you know, the listeners on this podcast are entrepreneurs also as part of the listener base. So it's extremely important to understand. And you pointed that out. That it's a change of mentality. You have to shift your level of psychology and it's not just something that, you know, you can start and quickly become successful at. So that was really good that, that you mentioned. I appreciate you sharing that. Well, I actually think that's all that, that it, there is. So, I mean, when, when he, my parents had never really left the U.S. My dad fought in the Korean War. My mom never left the country. And mm -hmm. I got this book called Europe on $20 a day. I had just done my first movie. I had a whopping $2,000 in my bank account. And I said to my mom, way before the Internet, which, by the way, you know, when you talk about some of the things that we accomplished before mm -hmm. where their cell phone, where the phone was tied to a wall, you had to put quarters into the machine. It's kind of a funny thing nowadays. <laughs> there's so much freedom and so much opportunity just because right. you can go on a podcast and you don't need a producer. You mm -hmm. know, so I have a new book. I have a couple of books coming out, but one is called Verdition. Yep. And it is about the idea of creating your brand online to achieve whatever you want. You no longer have to wait for a network or a, a TV series to be successful. So part of what I'm trying to do now, I think, is just define what it is that makes us happy in the moment. So I got this book called Europe on $20 a day. And I, you do need a plan. I said to my mom and dad, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. I want to tear out, I want to see everything in the book, every country, tear out the page when I've been there and come home with just the cover. Wow. I, my mom's head, she had no <laughs> idea what that meant. I didn't know right. what that meant either. I bought a one-way ticket uh, on British Airways. I had this book with me. And for the next six months, I traveled all of Europe. I actually forged, which you probably can't do anymore. I forged my URL pass three times because it was in ink. <laughs> and I slept outside some train stations, a yeah. lot of youth hostels. Yeah. And I came home safe. And they couldn't even find me. There was no internet. I called home like once a week. Yeah. So yeah. I now look at that as, wow, adventurous little kid. I was 21 years old. And I said, Mom, I have to do this before I'm so famous I won't be able to travel without paparazzi. Wow. So you already had you know? that goal set in your mind at that, at that age. That, and that's amazing that you mentioned that. And it's amazing that you had the dedication and passion to do that prior, prior to the Internet age. <clears throat> I just found something in my past that I think popped out mm. that is going to be the platform for the rest of my life. It's so it's. It's a journal that I kept when I was about 27 years old. And there's a list of things in that journal and every single one of them has come true. 
Some of them were like, I want a five bedroom house with a pool and a jacuzzi. I want to go on a safari to Africa. I want to have a daughter. All of the things in that book that I wrote down at 27, every single one of them came. I think I should have dreamed bigger. But congratulations to me because at that age, oh, I wanted a camcorder. This is one of my favorite ones. I want a camcorder. It was $1,000. Right. I wanted it because I wrote down that it was important to record my life. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So yeah. when we talk about this, if you're listening to this right now, Get out that book. And it's not something you can do online. It's something you need to do physically. Get your pen and paper and a book mm -hmm. and start to dream. Now, here's what I've discovered. Word, Ivan, means something very different to you and me than it does to Richard Branson, than it does mm -hmm. to a kid out of college, than it does to a bum on the street. Why? Because I talk to people all the time and their dream sounds something like this. Well, maybe one day if I really want to and I'm good enough and I think I can maybe do this, that, you know, because my parents were, and they go on and on and on and you can hear it in their speak, right. Right. the level of success that they will achieve. You set out and said, I'm going to have a podcast and you and I are talking. You set out and said, I'm right. going to talk to Forbes Riley. Let me tell you something. My time is so limited right now. I, I can't talk to most people, but somehow you got through the clutter, the yep. way you presented it, and I'm talking to you today. So the level of dreaming. Yep. To yep. that end, I've created something. And if you've got your pen out, write this down. I created a three-day course that I only teach one or two times a year called Forbes Factor Live. And okay. I love that I can see Ivan's getting a pen. ForbesFactorLive.com. I'm doing this next one in my TV studio. Now think about this. You want to elevate your life, right? You want to get to the next level. I have a Rolodex, including my friend down the street, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. You want to talk to him? Well, come to my class, invest in me, become, you know, people can get close sure. to me sure. just by doing that. It's kind of a funny thing. I'll well, put this out and I will tell you, people who take mm -hmm. action win and people who don't, don't. Absolutely. Well, that's just it. So two things you, you nailed is, first of all, you, you were talking about how I get through the clutter and, and I wanted to elaborate upon that because I've had a lot of people that, you know, when I mentioned, you know, I'm so excited that uh, I I'm going to be talking to Forbes Riley because she's such a huge inspiration. She's a visionary. She is someone who, you know, has written down her goals at a young age and she has made those goals and visions a reality. And to the point that you were making earlier is a lot of people dream, but then it goes along the lines of wish, uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda, and uh, their dreams tend to die. And then you get to be 70, 80, 90 years old and regrets start settling in and you realize that you never actually got to fulfill those goals. So uh, what you were talking about is just that I had to pass the mentality uh, and the barrier of thinking that, well, why wouldn't I be able to talk to Forbes? Because I think that there's this misconception that people create in their minds. It's a figment of their imagination that they can't reach someone. But for instance, uh, Elena Cardone was someone else that I got to interview in February of this year. And, you know, I got to reach her because of the dedication, the commitment, and because I truly, truly cared for uh, wanting, wanting to have her perspective, wanting to gather her thoughts also because it was important. I think it was important to share with the world. And to your point with the podcast, that's exactly what I did. Because I think that in sharing your story and how you started out also into where you are today is you've done it by being committed, by being dedicated. And I think a lot of people don't do that because they're, they're unwilling to try or not trying hard enough and they give up on their dreams. And I, you know, I'm someone who, you know, I'm an Eastern European. I was a former introvert also. And I think I was labeled as an introvert because 
of the cultural barrier that I'd experienced when I moved to the Western world. Some people would say that I lived in a third world country because Bulgaria is in Eastern Europe and some people classify it as a third world country. But to your point is just that it was extremely important to have you validate that. And by the way, I'll put a link to, to the website as well that you mentioned for the Forbes Factor Live. So people can reach out to you because I think there's a lot of people out there. I mean, you have a strong following, a lot of people that do want to get closer connected with you, but perhaps they're not devoting enough time to do that. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's that's easy one to take action. Mm-hmm. So the next thing people come up to me all day, every day, how do I lose weight? Well, let's see. It's a math equation. It's what you put <laughs> in your mouth, versus how much energy you expend equals the body you have. Right. Right. <laughs> so to that end, I have now created, well, I have this thing called the spin gym. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what it is, you should. so I'm surprised that you're not doing one right now, Mr. Ivan, uh, because you can do it on a podcast. Hold on. You can, hold do you on. know that? I'm going to order one. <laughs> right. All right. All right. Well, okay. So let's do that. So go to shopforbesriley.com. And actually, okay. how about I give you listeners a special, a special treat? Okay. So rather than go through the front door, can I give you guys a back door pass? Absolutely. Here's what I want you to do. Simply email sales at myspingym.com. Okay. Email that right okay. now. You're going to be talking to my executive assistant, Mary. Say, Mary, I have Ivan's bonus. For that, we'll send you a free book so you know how to communicate easier. Mm-hmm. And we'll give you a discount off of the spin gym package. Would that be okay? That's a, such a generous offer, Forbes. Absolutely appreciate it. I'm sure that the listeners will too, uh, because the spin gym is, is indeed an innovative product, something that, like you said, can help you lose weight, help you get fit, most importantly. I think a lot of people struggle, struggle with that. So thank you so much for sharing that special offer. Well, I'm committed that it is about health, wealth, and happiness. And if you are not mm-hmm. at your ideal weight so that you can function, wear clothes that you like, run around naked, play with your partner, not have to turn off the lights and feel embarrassed. If you're not doing that with the body that you've been given, there's no way you're going to find happiness. I don't care how big your bank account is. Mm-hmm. So listen to that. I'm not saying you need to be somebody else's ideal weight, but you need to feel good enough in your own skin that you can take off your clothes or run around the house, show your partner your body, because otherwise, even in those intimate moments when you're supposed to feel great, you probably feeling embarrassed. When do you get happy? Right. Absolutely. I mean, hit the nail on the head with that one. I think a lot of uh, people are worried about physical appearances, especially when it comes to weight. Um, and uh, a lot of people wish that they could get uh, into shape, but they don't take action. And I think that's what you mentioned earlier is just that they just don't take action because they're either afraid or they're not committed to take that action. Um, because one thing that okay. you mentioned. So here's the thing. Both of them. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. Both of those are true. Mm-hmm. I'm going to admit that everybody is afraid and doesn't want to take action. So I've provided the solution. That's, by the way, how you make money. You want to make a million dollars, go up to one million people and get a dollar from each one of them. It's not that hard to do. Mm-hmm. Okay? I know it's crazy. If you want to make one million dollars and, you know, you don't know a million people, then maybe go after a hundred thousand and ask them for ten dollars. Right. With regard to fitness, and that's why the spin gym to me, and you and I will do a follow-up podcast on this because I do have mm-hmm. a tight time window today and I'm going to watch you spin gym while you're on the podcast would do me amazing okay but i bought i bought i bought my mom a gym membership she had just turned 60 i bought her a whole year we get to the gym doorway and my mom who's 260 pounds my whole life 
didn't really work out, didn't really have a connection with her physical for whatever reason. Her parents were immigrants as well. And she looked at me and she said, I'm not going in. I said, you're going in. I just paid a lot of money. She said, I'm not going in. I said, why mm-hmm. did we even get here? She said, because I thought I could do it, but I can't. I said, can't do what? Walk in the door. And she said, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't be around people who are fitter, who look like they know what they're doing, who are going to make me, I'm not going. Please give this to someone else. I was devastated. I even, it oh, changed no. my concept about what it means to help people. I really was. I mean, I was devastated. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to commit to people like my mom who will never go to a gym. How do they experience health, wealth, and happiness? And so I made things affordable. I made things you can do in your home. I made things that I don't need you to worry about getting fit. Just follow a plan. Just at least commit daily. I'm doing a 21-day challenge right now. I wrote a book called Eat. It's a journal for what you eat Mm -hmm. and what's eating you. That was my my issue, my mom's issue. But all I ask is that every day, if you bite it, write it and do five minutes of physical spin gymming. Mm-hmm. If you can't do that, then I really don't want to talk to you because I can't have enough energy to pull everybody out of a hole. They always say, if people are drowning, do you save the ones who are putting their hands up and waving at you or do you save the ones who have given up and are just kind of floating there? I refuse right. now to be the one to pull people out of their own muck. At least put your hand up. That's all I ask. And when you do that, miracles will happen, I promise. Absolutely. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you shared that. You know, to your point that you were talking about your mom too, is this, I think so many people worried about uh, others, people, people's thoughts, uh, appearances also. I mean, uh, I've heard a lot of people even say that our, our world becomes so mediocre. And the reality of things is those people that go to the gym, they started out where you were at one point in time. Now, they weren't fit when they went to the gym for the first time. I mean, that's why you go to the gym, right? Is you get a membership to the gym so you can work off the weight, you know, to get into shape, to feel better, which I kind of want to segue this into, you know, entrepreneurship and business as well, because isn't, you know, mind and body a key ingredient to being successful also? Not just mind, but your body to where you feel comfortable with your body? Not everybody gets that. And here's the thing. I now want to change everybody, but I will tell you, if you feel better about how you look, you simply feel better. I work really long hours because we do take a certain level of care. And the, and mm-hmm. the universe has proven when I stop caring, I sometimes end up in the hospital. I'll forget to drink water. I'll get too stressed. So I've seen both sides of that. I, I much prefer to be the fit, healthy one who drinks water. And if I can, I set my alarm or have people in my office going, did you drink water? <laughs> yeah. So it is all about an entrepreneurial spirit. That is what success is. And I know as we're going to the holidays, um, this to me, I think, is one of the saddest times for most people. Most people who drive by homes that are covered in lights and have lots of presents feel bad. Even the ones who have lots of money wish they were the ones that were gifting a Rolls Royce or a diamond ring to somebody. There's right. a lot of reasons this holiday season to feel bad. But I will tell you that that's a choice. And to that end, one of the things, if you want to feel better at any time in any way, let me ask you, Ivan, what do you do to feel better? What's one thing you do? You know, the one thing that I, that I probably do is I think I, I take time to myself. Um, I, I also, uh, one of the things that I've been spending time on is personal development to find ways that I can improve on my weaknesses and, and be very explorational in that regard too. That, that's for me uh, because I know I have my weaknesses and uh, when I don't feel good about myself, when I'm depressed or I'm stressed, uh, whether it was you know a day or a client or whatever it might be, it's just that I try to find something that makes me happy basically something that 
uh, fulfills me uh, at, at the time, you know, whether it's, you know, I, I step away from my computer or I go for a walk, um, you know, walks actually have been something that's that are really rejuvenating for me personally. I found that I can really collect my thoughts and refocus on things. So Ivan, Ivan so two things. One, I'm going to have, have you walk with a spin gym so you amp up your fitness. You'll get a two for one. <laughs> okay. And while you focus on yourself and we call it self-development, I'm going to say that the fastest way that you can be better for yourself is to help somebody else. Mm. That's what you're doing in your podcast. I don't know if you realize it. But if you give away, if you teach, if you mentor, find a kid and you teach them some of the principles. I've got a, a, a young man in my life who I, I, I just, he helps me do some of the things I do. And in sure. turn, what we've done is we are now doing better copy, writing better letters, learning different internet skills, because I keep teaching him. And I used to kind of even coach him. And I sometimes say the lessons that I'm teaching you are not for you. They're for me to hear my own coaching. Mm-hmm. So I believe the first thing that you need to do is forget about you. Yes, take care of you, feed you, walk, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. But do something nice for somebody else and watch how it comes back to you in ways you never imagined. You're absolutely right. You know, and that's something, that's the shift in mentality, Forbes. And um, to be honest, see, we're talking about the podcast being an educational tool. That's actually precisely the reason why the podcast was started. It was under a different name previously, but the name changed uh, to really focus on the human centricity aspect and really to focus on providing education information to other people to help them excel in areas that they might have a weakness also. And you were talking about helping other people is absolutely, you know, that's one of the things that I really try to do personally is to be more of a humanitarian, a better person to help others in ways that, you know, they need help. They need, whether it's, you know, my background was in uh, marketing. Also, I got into entrepreneurship heavily a few years ago also. So now to the point to where I even have people who ask me, uh, with help with their podcast also, because, you know, between having you and someone like Elena Cardone, um, you know, on the podcast is just that they've really taken interest because the, I think what they have realized is just that, you know, these are people that are reachable. You know, these are people that, you know, uh, all you have to do is devote the time, catch their attention, show them enough dedication and commitment. Because after all, I mean, that's how me and you lined up, right? Is just that I give you a reason of strong interest that I was really wanting to have you on the podcast because you had a lot of value to offer and that value is going to reciprocate hopefully to other people who listen to this episode of the podcast. So I 100% wholeheartedly agree. And one thing that I thrive upon is look at successful people like you, you know, on how, what other ways can I potentially help people to uh, better their life or to, to give them value, whether it's, you know, in life or in business or anything that I have to offer from a skill set standpoint. I love it. I absolutely love it. So let me do a little process on you. Okay. Before we go, ready? Sure. Okay. I charge thousands of dollars when people coach with me privately. What's your very first memory in life? My first memory in life, um, probably being born, I think. No first memory in life. That's not your first memory. People don't remember that. Um, your first memory, tell me about three or four years old, a specific memory that you can, that really sticks out to you. Ooh. Um, I remember the first time I was able to celebrate the holidays um, at the age of nine since I lived in, in the communist country when the Berlin Wall came down. You know, for nine years, I, I couldn't celebrate holidays. Okay, stop. So stop. Now that's interesting. Okay, I'm going to tell you something about life. Your, and this is a pretty valuable teaching. If, if you're listening to this, this is what I teach. Mm-hmm. Your brain is like a hard drive on a computer. 
If I said to you, remember high school, you bring up a file, okay, the file's marked high school. In that file is basic people you went to school with. There's video memories, there's pictures, there's documents, you know, maybe your graduation, that's a file. Mm -hmm. The reason a computer screen looks the way it is, is that's how your brain looks. I've spent a lot of time studying this. Well, every computer has an operating system. If one little virus gets into your operating system, what happens to your computer, Mr. Ivan? Well, it, it dies, it suffers. It Turn suffers on. and it's, well, okay, it suffers. And it only has to be one bug. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. Most people create their operating system from their first memory about three or four years old. However, it doesn't mean a virus can't get in. Yours jumped in when you were nine years old. That's why you remember that moment. I'm going to tell you, we can find the memory at three or four, and we'll, maybe we'll do that privately. Mm -hmm. But when something traumatic happens, humans are funny about this. We will take and we'll put a big bow on the tragic thing that happens. We can't wait to share it. We operate all literally from that base. So let me ask you a question. You talked about you finally got to celebrate the holidays at nine. What decision did that nine-year-old make about life and holidays? Um. So two things, to cherish them, not only personally, but one day uh, to, be, to be able to reciprocate that to my family. Now having a 20-month-old and a little girl on the way to next year, you know, we, we're really making, a, making it a tradition for, for my family. And uh, one day I want to share with my kids the importance of cherishing the holidays and the cheering, the joy. So stop. So stop. So stop. I got it. So, and the reason I'm stopping is that's part of the technique. I try to eliminate story. In sure. this particular exercise. So you had a choice. You could have made two choices. You could have said, I'm going to be bitter and angry because I didn't get holidays for nine years and blah, 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 blah. Or the different choice that you made, and congratulations, I'm going to cherish this, make it memorable, pass it on to my children and others. But you see how you had a choice at that moment based on that memory? Right. right. Absolutely. How do you celebrate all the holidays? How, since you were nine years old, what does holiday mean to you? Uh, family, community, um, but togetherness, that's, that's right. really, it's precious and important. Mm -hmm. And that is how your hard drive operates. But there's somebody out there who had the exact same experience and chose a different thing. And said, you know what? I'm never going to be happy. I'm going to be alone and miserable because that's how life is. It's not fair. Mm -hmm. And this is yeah. how everything in life happens. So we isolate those memories. And I'm going to tell you something. You somehow avoided your three or four year old memory. Before we leave, what's the very first memory, three or four, you really have? Go back. Where were you at three or four years old? That's a good question. Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, it might have been probably pre-kindergarten, I want to say, right around that age. But one of the first uh, that I can remember, in all honesty, uh, right around that age. Give me one specific. Now, I'm watching. Hang on a second. Was, it, was life hard for you when you were three or four or five years old? Yeah, I would say. I mean, we were, you know, low, low to middle class, probably low class, honestly. I mean, my parents didn't have much money. My father was a musician. Okay, Ivan, Ivan, mm -hmm. find me one, find me one memory that you're not, go back, think mm -hmm. about this for a second. Sure. One uh, memory. One memory, one memory. Um, I remember my father traveling a lot. That's that's a very early memory because he traveled for a, a good a good portion of my early childhood, and okay. So stop. So two things. If you're watching, by the way, if you're watching the visual part of this broadcast, what you'll notice is that when Ivan went back to think about that memory, he lifted his eyes up and to the right. That is how you access that part of your brain where you store those memories. Just so you know. Mm. 
it's funny to watch somebody's eyes when you ask them a question way back when. Yeah. You have to look up and to the right. So second thing is, what decision did little Ivan make about his father traveling all the time and being away from him? I wanted him to spend more time. No, not, no, no, not what, no, not what you wanted. What decision oh. did you make about life based on that? Um, I guess the decision at the time was just that uh, he was too preoccupied with everything else. I mean, that's how I saw it. Not necessarily, I guess, a decision, but that was an interpretation. No, but listen to this. Now, this is a big uncovering for you. And if you're listening, this is very exciting. Mm -hmm. That little boy had a moment in his brain where he said, I must not matter to my dad as mm -hmm. much as his work because he's not with me. It's okay to be a selfish little, that's what you do. But yep. I'm going to ask you to think about this. How did that play out in the rest of your life? Oh, <laughs> um, it, had a, it had a drastic impact, to be honest. You know, um, it really, I think in part, there was a sense of emptiness, I think, inside of me, quite honestly, for a very long period of time because... Um, so stop for a second. So stop, 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 stop. You know, another word that you, and this is what we do at Forbes Factor, guys, because I don't want to get too emotional. It's your podcast. But you oh, said three know. times in one sentence, the word, you said three times in one sentence, the word honestly. I honestly, think about why you keep saying that word. Because a lot of all the answers that I want to get from you, you say, in a, in, I don't need the whole story. Mm -hmm. I got a sense of emptiness and loneliness, and it's what drives you. Good or bad, we'll figure that out at some point when you see me in class. But you keep saying the word honest. Is that because everything else you've said is not honest? And I know I'm being silly here, but what does that word mean to you? Three times in one sentence. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's a way for me to validate the genuine response that it's from from the bottom of my heart, really. Um, and it just, just a way of figure of speech for me. Uh, because when I say honestly, it's, okay. it, when I say honestly, it's, it's ultimately uh, a way for me to validate to what, you know, in speaking with you that this is something that I probably otherwise wouldn't share with anybody else. Um, that's really the meaning behind honestly, because I think that when I speak to other people is just that, a lot of words and a lot of conversation tends to get sidetracked and it, it, it can lose its meaning. So honesty is really just a validation and sincerity, basically, is probably the best way to explain it. You, my friend, you, my friend, never need to say that word again. Because of who and how you show up, I will get a sense of honesty. And honestly, if you show up that way, that your brain doesn't need to validate that. Because mm -hmm. it cheapens the emotion that you really are and how deep a person you really are. Yeah, absolutely right. I get all that. I get all that from you. You are the one who need to get that from you. Because when you believe that you're enough just by standing there, don't need to mm -hmm. tell you how wonderful I am. I just am. And I don't even care if you don't believe it. I just am. <laughs> to get to that place, we talked about yeah. yeah. Thank you. That is how we make people happy. We get to some of these core roots, we mush them around, we change up how you think, your belief system, and all of a sudden people just like you did, you just smile for the first time in a while. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, whatever happened to you at three, four, and five, because most of the people or many of the people I've talked to lately have been somehow molested or hurt. Yeah. And what if I told you that wasn't happening right now when you're 50, 60, or 70 years old, but they carry that pain like a coat of armor? And how amazing would your life just be if you could take that coat of armor off 
if you could put that baggage that you've been carrying for so long down and walk away from it because it no longer matters. It's not your life. And it, if you choose to take the virus out of the computer, right. the computer just runs better, faster, cleaner. Right, right. You're hmm. absolutely right, Forbes. And you know, one thing that I want to share to that is for the longest time, I think there was a sense of uncertainty in myself because uh, largely because the people I was surrounding myself with and the second I, I shifted my mentality and starting, started to want to surround myself with people like you is I really started to, f to find out, you know, how sincere and honest and my true potential because I was surrounding myself with like-minded people who really appreciate the thought process and everything that you just shared that you, by the way, do with, with private coaching. So that, that was the change for me. And that's where I think I've started to fill some of that emptiness. Also that you just mentioned that, you know, that sense of emptiness or, or loneliness, or like you said, you've been talking to people who have been molested earlier, earlier on in life is just that to fill in that void. And I think that's what it's helping me do. It's it, for me, it wasn't quite honestly that, you know, Forbes Riley and you're very successful. It was about what Forbes Riley has to offer. And you just validated to not just myself, but everyone listening to this episode of the podcast of how amazing you are, how honest, how genuine, how, how deep at the core. And I think that's what people really appreciate the most, or at least I do anyway. Well, good. I'm glad to have made an impact. I'm discovering that I can do some of my procedures on Zoom. We just did a class where I'm kind yep. of did this kind of work very deeply with some people. Obviously, we're going to do it much more privately. And, and thank you for being so open. But this is available to everybody. I don't know many people sure. who do this, who are this insightful. And it's exhausting, but I love it. I can't help it because it seems to be the most rewarding thing I can do. doesn't matter how successful financially somebody is mm -hmm. or beautiful or whatever. There seems mm -hmm. to be something that holds everybody back. And if you could just let that go, how much bigger, better, more interesting, exciting could you be? Huh. Right. And then I've got a lot of people just walking around with this beautiful moniker going, hey, my name is so-and-so and I'm enough. And that in today's day and age seems to be very important because the truth is you're never pretty enough or young enough or thin enough or rich enough or famous enough. Well, gee, that just sucks, doesn't it? Well, but the, <laughs> but the reality is today, yeah. today is yeah. what you weigh. Today is how much money. So what if today you were just enough? So Mr. Ivan, tell me your full name. My first name, my full name is Ivailo Milkov Timalkov. And then say, I'm enough. I'm enough. Now, good. Say the whole sentence. Say your name and I'm enough. And let me just hear it. Okay. If, my name is Ivailo Milkov Timalkov and I'm enough. Now take the question mark out of it. Take a big breath one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Did it sound like a question mark in there? <laughs> okay. My I'm just saying. Nah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, here it goes. My name is Ivailo Milkov Tamalkov, and I am enough. Say it one more time. And no, no, this is interesting. <laughs> okay, all right, let's do it. I, you're smiling, and I love it. Come on. Yeah. My name is. You don't need to say, actually, 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 you know what? Do me a favor because people know you as Ivan. Yeah. I would say that because I think that's who you are now. Yeah. And I want you to think about your, your kids and your beautiful yeah. wife and the way you celebrate Christmas and how much you give to other people. Take a breath and don't say it to me or to prove it to anybody out there, but say it so that you hear it. So that little nine-year-old goes, you know what? We've done okay. Guess what? Try yeah. it one more time. My name is Ivailo Milkov Tamalkov and I'm enough.
I think that felt a lot better with uh, typically when I take a deep breath, I think it, it invokes a sense of calmness. So, but and that's what it is. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, you know, I did, I, I know you didn't sign it. I know we didn't enroll in the podcast to do this, but I got to tell you, since it seems to become my mission, rather than tell you all the amazing things that I've done with my life or that I've been an actress and a TV host and started the X Games and have a television studio, I, you can read all those things about me. I think my time is better spent doing the exercise that we just did, sharing that to as many people and having you go, wow, you're going to tell a whole lot of people what you just experienced because not many people on the planet get to do this. I only have so many hours in a day. But if we could do this, yeah. wow, yeah. what a great place to live in. Absolutely. So first of all, you blew my mind away with this. Here's why. Because you blew my expectations out of the water. And what the expectations were, actually, in fact, in some part, I was looking forward to hearing your story, which I think is extremely important. But you took it to a whole nother level. You impacted me and validated that Forbes Riley is Forbes Riley because you impact people on an emotional level, make them recognize of how much potential they have inside themselves and what they're capable of doing because I was that nine-year-old because that nine-year-old who couldn't celebrate uh, the holidays until I was nine years old. And I was also that 13, 14-year-old who was considered to be an immigrant and a misfit and an alien and wasn't accepted. And because of that, I, I think that I missed out on so many opportunities and in my teen years, also when I first moved to the U.S., and I'm sharing this because it's not, it's not about getting emotional or deep. It's about that's my story. And what you did is you validated to me that Forbes Riley is indeed Forbes Riley because of your capabilities of how you can reach people at the core and make them realize that they have a lot more potential inside themselves only if they reach deep enough and realize that. Because a lot of people don't. I mean, a lot of people go through life you know, with goals and visions and dreams and, uh, you know, they want to start a business or, you know, like you, uh, you wanted to be, you know, an actress, you wanted to be famous, you know, you wanted to, to make something of yourself in life. And a lot of people go through life, you know, and, and they're unwilling to change the status quo because they think that there's something that's holding them back. So I think in a sense, you're giving people hope, you're giving people inspiration, you're giving people motivation, make them realize that, they have a lot more potential than what everyone else is saying. And look, I'm going to be honest with you is this for a long period of time, I thought that I couldn't talk to Forbes Riley because I thought Forbes Riley was too famous for me. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But what I did is I shifted my mentality and said, why wouldn't I be able to talk to Forbes Riley? If I put in the effort and tried to reach you and see if you would give me the time of the day, which you did. And I'm grateful for that then that's mission accomplished. I think a lot of people implant this fictitious imagination in their minds. I even talked about this, you know, in a recent episode of my YouTube show as well, is just that people think that they implant something in their heads and think that they're incapable of fulfilling something or reaching a goal or a milestone because uh, the world or the society tells them that they can't. If you go through life listening to the naysayers, you'll never get anywhere. And I think that's where I was going in some part in my younger part of life too, is after nine, when I moved to the, to the U.S. also, because I thought that wasn't worth it, that I wasn't enough. And the fact that you had me go through this exercise, you blew, you blew my expectations away. You, you totally took it to a whole nother level. And I know the listeners of this podcast 
are going to recognize this as well and hopefully impact their lives in some some way. You know what? I'm down. Actually, unfortunately, I'm out of time and I, I love sure. this. I hope to do a follow-up because I'd like everybody to see both of us spin gymming together and I need <laughs> to get you one. Are you coming? Are you coming to 10X in February? I'm going to do my best. I, I want to, honestly. Okay, it's so on my list. Yep. Where do you where do you live? I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. And okay. uh it's in well, uh, I'm Vegas. down in Florida and yep. for those people who want to come to it is in Vegas. It's February 22nd. If you get a chance to go to uh, 10X, the letter X, growthcon.com slash Forbes, you will, you know, see my speaking page. I think it's a pretty cool opportunity. You know, mm -hmm. but if you can't get, and, and it takes a lot of money, time, and effort to get to an event. Um, if you guys go to free gift from Forbes, uh, I will offer your, you know, all your listeners something. And now I discovered that we can do the training online. So this to me is extraordinary. Even when I, the little thing I did touch to you today, if I can do this online, we can do this around the world. We can just do this on a Zoom call. So reach out to me if you're listening to this on Facebook. I'm very responsive uh, from Facebook to LinkedIn, Instagram. I love those platforms. It's my name on all of those. Okay. And stay connected. Reach out. I, I just want to send to your, to your listeners, let's do better. If you can come to a Forbes Fact 5 and it says live for a reason, that is the very best way to be in a room for three days with people who are taking their life to the next level because they have no choice. They don't want to keep doing the same stuff over and over and getting the same results over and over. You're ready for a change. I don't know where else you go that's this magical, this inspiring, this motivating, and it's simply ForbesFactorLive.com. To that end, I'm going to wish you and your family a very blessed and happy holiday. And let's see each other on social media and a very, very big hug. Let's talk <laughs> to the New Year's, yes? Yes, absolutely. Forbes, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And happy holidays to you and your family as well. Well, you're a rock star. I want to see this recording, so make sure that I get a copy of it, and I'm going to give you a big kiss. Mwah! Back at you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. And there you go, <clears throat> guys. That was the... Um, amazing interview with the uh, amazing Forbes Riley, who is uh, not only uh, stunning, but uh, also very motivational, very inspirational, uh, very deep at the core. And uh, again, I feel honored having the opportunity to uh, chat with her. With that being said, a couple of things before we wrap things up on this episode uh, of the Human Business Narrative Podcast with yours truly is... Uh, make sure you go to a uh, free gift from Forbes.com. Uh, uh, let me double check that URL. Free gift from Forbes.com. That is correct. Again, free gift from Forbes.com. So you can grab your free gift uh, there. Also, make sure to check out ForbesFactorLive.com as well to find out more information about the Forbes Factor and what Forbes Riley is up to. Um, these days, a few links that I want to share with you guys as well that are going to be included in the description of the podcast as well as make sure that you check out this podcast on iTunes. You can also check it out on Podbean as well at dmrpodcast.podbean.com. That's dmrpodcast.podbean.com if you want a more interactive page. Make sure you go to my Facebook business page. That's facebook.com forward slash H2H Pro. That's H, the number two, H Pro. You can also visit us at facebook.com forward slash 
Razor Sharp Digital and also my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Ivan Temelkov. Guys, this has been an amazing, amazing uh, interview with uh, Forbes Riley. I, again, I'm just so humbled and, and fortunate um, to have the opportunity to jam with her. And that about does it. I hope you guys get some value out of this podcast. Uh, would love to hear from you. Make sure you message me, ping me, send me an email, whichever form of communication works for you best. And I think that about does it. So as always, keep it human. Until next time, bye-bye.